What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy. DJ Playboy. Back in the building, man. And you know, I hate doing an episode without my dog, my partner, Girl, my guy. Like I'm Keith. What's going on, brother? What it is, my guy. What it do? Happy to be here, man. Been running around. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. <laughs> Life is good, though. I can't complain. Yeah? You extra busy this week or something? Um, Yeah, just running around. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's not, not even just the business, man. It's just... The kids just finds a new way to stress you out. <laughs> Sometimes it's, they just it's, it, and you just gotta like really just hold on to your your, your cool. It's like that book we I, I'm still reading that book that uh, Jason put us on to. Shout out our guy Jason. Um, the joint with the upstairs downstairs brain. Yeah yeah yeah. And I notice yeah. every time I get every time I have some downstairs brain, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be like, let me get back to my book, man, because I've been out here bugging out. <laughs> but that's funny though because the book is actually like for you to understand the kids but it sounds like you're using it to understand yourself a little bit more to be honest with you because I, I, yeah. I yeah like you will just find yourself just yelling and screaming for no damn reason <laughs> like <laughs> I understand why moms are so mad all the time <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's crazy just thinking about back in the day like how just through time even before our time like how people used to deal with kids and just deal with stress in general but now that mental health is a thing and now you understand that you have to protect the mental health of your kids because you're probably fucked up because of something your parents didn't know mm-hmm. uh just uh, our our eagerness to make sure you understand stuff like that yeah 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 no 100 yeah, and then like you said like being that awareness that we have to not like because we understand our emotions a little bit i guess more than i guess the other generations were allowed to is like yeah. damn you like Sometimes you want to fly off the handle. You're like, all right, let me let me pull back yeah. a little bit before. Well, before the funny thing though, as, some therapy. As, <laughs> as abusive as our parents' generation was, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, um, they probably was like, damn, I gotta ease up. My parents ruined me a little. Let me ease up, <laughs> right? And be like, all right, bet because my parents used to beat me in public, and that shit scarred me. So I'm gonna make sure I beat my kid. Behind closed doors, <laughs> you know. Or oh, if I'm coming, if I come beat them in school, I'm make sure I drag, I take them away from the classroom so their friends don't see, mm-hmm. and I beat them there in the hallway, and then bring them back to class. <laughs> let, let them hear the screams and surround sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but they parents probably they was doing some biblical shit, so it's, it's kind of like now you're right. So I, I I could only imagine what we doing, what our kids are gonna say, man. My my pops is abusive, man. Like, I did something wrong. He tried to. <laughs> Trying to talk me through the reasoning of everything. I was like, what? Nigga, put me in timeout. <laughs> Come on, man. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> I was sitting in I was sitting in a quiet room. I couldn't even use my electronic toys. I'm there with stuffed animals. Oh man. <laughs> nah, it is uh you 100 percent right about that. Yeah, it's because uh, you know, it's, everything's different now. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. like you said, we we do have that appreciation and that that, that we know what we're doing. We uh we punish our kids with class, I guess, <laughs> compared to the other yeah. generations. Uh, yeah, changing times, man. I, I seen uh, on a Daily Show a news story where some museum instead they're not using the word mummy no more. They're calling it mummified persons. <laughs> Cause mummies what offensive? It's, it's... Uh, yeah, I think there's some kind of mummies association wrote, uh, <laughs> tweeted now <laughs> that they said it, like the mu- a mummy is like a um, denotes like a monster, whereas like a mummified person gives them back their humanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> whoever who was caping up for that movement, <laughs> you know I try not to dismiss it. Like I be when people say some new shit, I be like, oh, that's interesting. But this one is like, man, I can't, I just can't get down with it. Maybe in five years, I get canceled for saying this, this thing. Like, yeah, these mummies out here. 
Damn, mommies can't drive. <laughs> Shit's a slur now. <laughs> yeah. Now you're right, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I hear shit like that, I'm like, they, yeah, people got free time. <laughs> yeah. People got to like, they must have a good job. They must have <laughs> weekends off because, damn, you got way too much to care about, bro. Yeah, man. Nah, but some, um, on another note, switch things up, man. Some serious shit to uh, talk about or care about was uh, that video that dropped, man, in Memphis, man. Five police officers were actually let go. Uh, after a uh, uh, in a uh, suspect or uh, someone they arrested, I guess died in their custody, right? Um, yep. it was it was wondering why you know what happened to him, why he was uh in the hospital, what what kind of injuries he sustained. They wanted uh the video to drop, and finally, um, yesterday when we're recording this, we we saw you know I mean the 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 video and it was it was hard to watch at times, it was a brutal video. Um, but we do understand like why the cops were not only you know I mean let go, but also charged, right? Um, yeah, they were charged with murder. I think all of them, right? Yeah. Um, it's a tough video to watch. You know what I mean? It's super polarizing. But um, for anybody out there who doesn't know, um, it was a it was a traffic stop in Memphis. Um, five police officers, Tadrius Beans, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith. Um, they were all let go. Um, and then, you know, subsequently uh, arrested before the murder of Tyree Nichols, uh, a gentleman who... 29 year old black man who was uh you know pulled over and, and I, just from the beginning of the video is just uh, not treated uh you know with just regular human rights you know what i mean and that that you would expect to receive in a in a traffic stop um and that's the weird thing with these videos what what preceded that right like we don't know like it starts at a certain point what was the conversation in that car before that officer hopped out with that intensity you know what i mean um, or or maybe it was a chase that that we just don't know about. Who knows? But there was a level of aggression. Um, you saw the video, right, Keith? You seen the the raw and uncut one, right? Yeah, I, I was skipping through it because I was trying not to like catch everything all at once. But yeah, I saw the. I think I saw the gist of it. I saw the stop. I saw the um the initial fracas, and then I saw when he tried to to you know run for his life and then i saw the second part with the second location where they put like the probably the, the, the fatal mm-hmm. beating happened or the most fatal part of the beating let me say because the whole thing was yeah, yeah, yeah from the jump uh they were pretty uh violent with uh tyree uh nichols they tased him you know like you said in that first uh altercation that he had with the officers um a, a foot chase uh then then followed um the video we saw, I think, uh, it, it kind of cuts to another camera view. I guess when they did catch up with him, uh, from like a, uh, it's like a uh, what is it? It's like a police camera pole. I think you know they have yeah. those located throughout mm-hmm. the cities, like CCTV, like a mm-hmm. surveillance the street. Yeah, it was. But yeah, to your point, uh, Nichols uh, died three days later um, from his injuries, and just like I said, it was it, it was a pretty brutal beating. Um, it was it was. Wild. He was pepper sprayed. They were pepper spraying each other. They were just letting their aggression just come out. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not a cop. I'm not an officer. I don't. You know what I mean? And ever intend to be one. So I don't understand that feeling of why you would be that. You know what I mean? Like why you would feel like I never chased anybody. I never. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the adrenaline rush that goes through somebody and what your brain goes through to make you do something like that. Because that's another level of brutality. Um, and then it feels worse because it's black officers. They're all black officers, and the uh, gentleman that passed away was black as well. Um, so it's like, I don't know. Would you treat a, Would you treat a white suspect with that same level of brutality, um, or would you, you know, what I mean, 
be nervous of consequences, I guess, in that in that situation. Well, uh, people. Well, I think both white and black officers would feel nervous about the consequences. Mm-hmm. Oh well, if it was a white suspect, it would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they would skip the trial on on these cats, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, firing squad. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think the whole thing, though, is just the the lack of professionalism, right? And I'm there. Is I'm stating it mildly. They just turned into to animals, and you know what the funny thing is the the strange thing in, in this time that we live in is that when you look at it, all these like hard, like words like mob animals, just anger, and all this stuff that we try society try to um, curb in mm-hmm. white people characterizing black people like that. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those times where where a group of black people kind of earned. Earn those types of words. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you saw about it was just mob, mobbed up, ganged up, thugged up. Like it's like the diction, how the dictionary intended it for me. Whereas usually people just say, "Oh, there goes a, a black dude." You know, maybe his his pants is slightly below his his waistline or whatever. Oh, that's a thug. Mm-hmm. No, this is actually they were wearing uniforms and they. You know what I'm saying? They were still thugs. So yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's that, that Tupac line. The realest gang is the 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 LAPD. Yeah, the MPD, yeah, man, like, Mm -hmm. cause just that mob mentality, like, they just went crazy on a dude. It's all like four, was it five police officers, and then from what I understand, it's like two, like EMS fire department guys, like on the sideline or something like that, that didn't do nothing. Oh, really? I I don't know if they're gonna. That's that's what the police chief said when um, she was on CNN, Mm. the Memphis police chief. Yeah, yeah. but but I, I don't think much is clear on that yet. I guess we'll find out later, but. Those five cops, like all of them, went berserk. All of them, you like even you, you would you know you would think that oh five you know five officers involved in like a savage beating oh uh, those one or two guys on the sideline they were really irresponsible now like they were everyone was like in it yeah, which yeah, was crazy yeah. to me. I'm the, usually it's like not usually like, as if I'm some kind of cop expert, but you would think that like it'd be one or two who's kind of like loose cannons. They maybe they're not as professional in the other. Three are like, well, you know, thin blue line, that type of thing. Chill like, out, bro. We just seen um, the George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, we gotta, right, we, right. We got to at least, you know, ch- try to stop you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> and not one just say, ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I, 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 got, I think I could understand the, the logic of someone just straight up not um, going all the way, the, the furthest that they can and trying to stop this thing. I, I'm not sure. I'm not saying I agree with that. I understand, but for all five to straight up like active participants, mm-hmm. that joint was that joint was crazy. Yeah, yeah. To your point, it takes an outstanding level of uh, courageousness to stand up in that situation, which I don't think everybody has. I can't even tell you if I had. I couldn't tell you unless I'm in that situation. Right. You know what I mean? But so, it's the opposite though. Like, there's one thing to stand by, be like, damn man, I should do something, but I'm not. Versus, I'm gonna go hold the dude. I'm gonna. Pump my dude up. All of them dudes were just wilding. Like, not just there's the absence of like that courageousness, what you're talking about, but then there's the other way around. It's just like you just straight they went, savage. Yeah, they turned to their lower self. They, you know exactly. I mean? they, they, they Five like people. I I found it hard to believe, man. When I like heard the story, I'm like, oh, at least two of them had to be. I'm sure all of them weren't it. Like, if you're there, you're 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 in on it, you mm-hmm. know, by the law and, and ethically. But I'm talking about like. Like active participants, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. and all five of them were, and just 
the the lack of professionalism was crazy. And I think this was supposed to be like some elite squad, but they were just some clowns. The man. Scorpion unit, uh, yeah, some type of controversial unit out there. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a messy situation, man. And thoughts and prayers definitely with the family. Um, because I know this video doesn't give them peace or closure. Yeah, if anything, it might upset them even more. And um, our thoughts are definitely with you because it's a tragic situation. And it's something that as desensitizes we are to violence, right? We've seen this since Rodney King. Maybe mm-hmm. even before, you know what I mean? Um, it still hits. You know what I mean? Uh, differently even from the shooting ones, right? Like, the shooting yeah. ones is like, bang, bang, bang. You know what I mean? Running, everybody running. You just, you know what I mean? It doesn't make it less brutal. But right. it kind of does because it's like, yo, y'all beat them with your hands. Like From a from a bystander, I think, um, I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of experience with guns and definitely no experience with a, like, the victim of a of a gunshot. Mm-hmm. I worked in a hospital, but I didn't work in a type that, that had gunshot wounds. And um, when you see a gunshot, it's not like the movies where blood splashes everywhere. It's just the the bullet hits, but you you can't see a bullet hitting a person on on like the grainy video. Yeah, and then the person falls, and it's graphic and very like um, unsettling. Mm-hmm. But like when you see somebody get beat, we understand what that like. We understand, and it's like prolonged and dragged out. Yeah, and suffering, crying yeah, for your exactly. mom. Like it's yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, gotta switch things up, man. Keith, we haven't spoken in a couple of weeks, so uh, you know I'm gonna go to one of these new segments we got here. It's called catching up with Keith. A couple of weeks ago, Keith, we spoke about a six year old who shot his teacher mm-hmm. in a Virginia school, man. Um. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Not even to go here, but it's just like, I guess, there's like, there was two shootings in California that I didn't even know was two sh- I thought it was the same shooting. Like, the gun violence is getting so crazy nowadays, like, that, like, I just said the words, a six-year-old shot his teacher, and it's just like, what? What are we talking about? Like, it's it's, it's insane. It's just getting crazier and crazier. But um, I think what makes this situation with the six-year-old in that Virginia school even worse, because it seems like there were warnings, several warnings. Not maybe even before that day, but definitely that day, there was about three to three to four different times that this kid probably should have been taken out the class. Um, one thing I've looked into, like I know the teacher, her name is Abigail uh, Zwerner. Um, I believe she may be even suing the uh, the, the school system in that area. She is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I don't. I understand why because she even sent a text to somebody just how frustrated how like just the lack of uh, just help that she she's getting. That day, you know what I mean? Like, why is nobody coming to help it? Why are they downplaying it? Why are they too busy? You know what I mean? And I've heard that same sentiment from my 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 kid's teacher, going to, you know, parent-teacher. Like, they feel frustrated sometimes about how maybe the, the bad kids are not removed, you know what I mean? And now they're causing everything harder for on the kids who actually do want to learn or, 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 or understand exactly, have the social skills to understand what they're there for. Right. Um in, in this situation, it seems like that the boy uh, not only made comments to the teacher in the past, but on, on that day threatened to beat up a, a classmate. Um, a second teacher felt that necessary to search this kid's backpack. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming they found nothing. Um, so the gun may have been hidden. The, the, it seems like the kid told another classmate about the gun and told him that he'll shoot him if he tells anybody. That kid was like, that kid had more courageousness than anybody that was there in the, in the previous story we just talked about. Because he actually went up to the teacher and said, yo, <laughs> Johnny Johnny bugging. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, and then a fourth um, administrator asked permission to search the kid and was denied um, allegedly because they were told to wait because the school day was almost over. 
Right. Which is now I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not holding them out. I've had jobs before. I want the day to end too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and trust me, I can't imagine. I I have the utmost respect of school bus drivers, after school, and and, and teachers, regular school teachers, because it's like y'all dealing with something I can't do. Right, right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? One's a lot. You know what I mean? So I got a certain level of respect for y'all. You know what I mean? I get my my kids teachers like for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Here a little Starbucks card. You know what I'm saying? Get something to the bus driver. Like thank you for getting my kids safely because I know it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's got to be crazy with all them kids, man. And it's just like. This teacher is trying, man. The warnings were there. Like, this is like, you know, you know how stupid they probably felt when they probably heard gunshots that they didn't do nothing that day because so many people was involved and knew it and said something. And yeah. it's like, I heard something crazy to the fact, no, not, excuse me, not crazy. But I heard something like the, the kid was obviously a student that, that had needs, you know what I'm saying? Um, his parents had special to be needs there. or it didn't rise to the, to the level of I think of behavioral. I think behavioral okay. like uh, issues. And the, his parent had to sit in the class with him. And it was up until that week that the incident happened that the uh, the parent used to have to come to the class every day with the kid. Um, so, you know what I mean? That, that's that's a sign, obviously, that there's a special level of attention is needed here. And this isn't a regular situation. Um, but it seems like a lot of red flags were ignored in this one. Yeah. I, I can't stop thinking about that thing you said as far as, like, teachers. Like, damn, like, some kids need to, like, a, a, um, a level of attention that... I, my classroom's not equipped for. Mm-hmm. And I know around the country, like there's this there's this thing that, that we're wrestling with, like is like special ed class is like the way to go. Like you would just put a, a, a certain set of kids in a special ed class. It's like that's where they would be. And people are thinking that you should reintegrate them back with the with the rest of the student population. Mm-hmm. But then like stories like this, it just sounds like the teacher she just couldn't. Like that's not that wasn't her forte. And when you think about a parent coming into class, that's not the parent's forte either. I mean, maybe, you know, the parent could keep the kid in line. Mm-hmm. If the kids start wilding out, the, you know, the parent could take them out or just go home with them or whatever the 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 um, the um protocol is. But all in all, man, that kid wasn't taken care of. Yeah. And it just wasn't, nothing Nothing was right. I mean, even that other kid reporting the, the gun, like, folks just wasn't ready. Yeah. I think just, just nowadays, like, I think there's just so many protocol that that has to change that the thing is that times are changing so fast and in such a unique way that no one knows what that is that has to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, how Mm -hmm. do you know? Yeah, I know something has to change, but what has to change? You think about safety. A lot of this school shooting stuff, people think about, oh, well, somebody from outside comes in and and tries to attack kids, like a teenager Mm -hmm. or, or, or whatever. I don't think anyone imagined this, even with the reporting. Like it was like it's probably so far out of their mind. They're like, "We don't. I. I what am I supposed to do with this? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, so. th- there's no precedent. Like they, right. I would have doubted. When, when did you hear about a six year old? Can you like when hearing the story? You like a six year old could shoot a gun, right? Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, I understand why they probably felt like their level of just uh, uh, proactiveness. Probably wasn't there because they're like, that's not gonna happen. That shit happened. Now motherfuckers yeah. losing jobs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they have to get, you know what I mean, that lawsuit. You know what I mean? Um Shorty's between surgeries. Like that shit's still in her, they said. You know what I mean? Like they they like yeah. that's that's crazy. Like it's she texted somebody just out of frustration that day. You know what I mean? Um she was just frustrated, like I said, that nobody was coming. Like that's even worse. Like now you got like she literally was to the level of I gotta talk to somebody like about how mad I am and how this next level this is like yo don't that just goes to show you don't don't ignore warnings 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, they, they, they there, man, for a reason. Like, so, thoughts and prayers there, man. Catching up with Keith, man. Did you hear about your man, Usain Bolt, man, the fastest man in the world? Lost $12 million in a financial scam. Wow. What the hell? Are you using <laughs> crypto or something? Uh, no, no, no. There was a company in Jamaica called uh, the Private Investment Investment Firm Stocks and Securities Limited. Um, They had a, a former employee basically pull like a, a fraud on a lot of their clients. Um, he woke up one morning to only uh, $12,000 instead of his $12.7 million um, and realized that he was part of a just fell victim to a scam. He wasn't the only one. About 30 other people, uh, excuse me, were 29 other people were uh, involved as well. Um, and this former employee definitely took advantage of just their their, their trust in this company. That's <laughs> was, crazy. Yeah, planning to keep that as a pension for his family, um, his, his parents, and, and yeah, said he never touched it, never took any money out of it, hadn't withdrawn or transferred any money uh, since opening to, in 2012, which is just it's sad to hear shit like that, bro. Yeah, where's my money, man? You gotta, <laughs> gotta walk a man down on some shit like that, man. But any indication on like what's the punishment or did they catch yeah, the Yeah, it looks like I seen a video. It looks like I think they ran up on the person that was doing it. Um, I don't know if they're gonna get the money back. Um, he threatened to take legal action, but you know, with things like money is is if the money's gone, the money's gone. Yeah. The person usually faces legal action yeah, so um yeah, that's that that it hurts when you hear about shit like that because you imagine that at that level you're at the highest level of you know financial you know what I mean protection and security and just to find out that you're not because of somebody that you trusted for the, for that amount of time too since 2012 you ain't had no issues you know what I mean you like damn I always get uh I always feel weird about when the the like the business I'm going to mm-hmm. like the name of the business is just what you do. You know what I'm saying like instead, instead of not like not like no Johnson, name, no name attached. Yeah, it's just like stocks and securities limited. I'm like, oh man, should I, should I enjoy it? It's like eating cereal that's just a white box that just says cereal on it. Like it's like some shit like that. Like yeah. stocks and securities limited. Should have went with like Goldman Sachs or some shit like that. You're not quite sure what they do, but it's like they hold me down. You got someone to blame. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah, nah. Um, yeah, so and it just really goes to show you that you always got to be on top of your financials too. You know what I mean? Because oh, so many people get scammed. Really yeah. rich people too. Like they go to somebody they trust, and I guess it's so much money that they like, yo, I, I don't have experience like handling all this money. So let me trust this entity, this accountant, financial, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of those dudes end up scamming, scamming the person, and you can't. A lot of times they can't get that money back. Yeah, and I mean, think about it too. To make uh, uh, that level of money, right, like like large level millions of dollars, you're probably good at something. Yeah, you probably were very good to get to that point to where you can, um, you know, what I mean, like earn that type of money. So it's just like you don't have time. You're because you're focused on your craft, right? Probably. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm trusting homie. You know, what I mean, that's what he do. He do money. Yeah, yeah and and you know what I mean. But you you gotta have lawyers watching lawyers so you don't go broke, right? That's what uh, <laughs> that's what your man uh, uh, Biggie said. You know what I mean. So you know what I mean. Relax and take notes. Uh, Keith, catching up with Keith, man. Last one. Are you familiar with your man Richard Barnett? Uh, you know, remember him? Nah. nah Who's that? Remember, remember the uh, January sixth? You know what I'm saying? There was a couple famous people there, right? There was the 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 QAnon uh, shaman. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Dressed like a Viking. Yeah. You know he famous a little bit. There was the two black people. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Who invited y'all? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, and you probably remember Richard Barnett. That's the guy with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's ah, desk. Ah, that, that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Richard Barnett was living the dream. He was famous doing interviews afterwards. Oh, uh, he got uh, convicted. <laughs> got got caught up there, man. Uh, yeah, it happens. It happens. It always. Yeah. I always feel um very. <sighs> You feel bad for the people that looked like thought they was looking cool in the moment, and then they they that cool moment comes back to haunt them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it would be like if we saw like a when we were teenagers. That's the thing; these people ain't teenagers, but we see teenagers. We see a crowd going somewhere, and mm-hmm. you see a couple friends in there. You're like, "Oh shit, let me see what's going on there." There's somebody <laughs> getting jumped. And I'm not gonna participate, but I want to see. And I wish I, I have I have a good feeling having had that impulse that. There are some people in that crowd who just wanted to see what was going on. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But yeah, <laughs> I think at some point we'd have been like, "Hold on." <laughs> yeah, well, right. When when they started beating cops and, and breaking who's, the, the who's crap is this? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you got to not know the building. But yeah, we just, unless somebody swindled you, like yeah, we just going to see, you know somebody the office building up the street. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I roll whatever. There's a hot dog stand over there, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Then you go back, like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You what sure they got that... weed in here? This is... <laughs> is this where we go? <laughs> what are you doing with that flagpole, man? Oh, no, no, no. Yo, Should... that, the nutty part, bro, of everything is like, they was beating niggas up. Yeah. That was a full-on fight. That was a war, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Shout out to them officers, bro. And People were scared for their life. People died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people died, man. Uh, oh, so I didn't know the name. However, I did hear that story. I think one of his excuses was that he was go- trying to find the bathroom. <laughs> I'm dead serious. He said one of his excuses is he's a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if they brought the excuse to court, but I read that somewhere that he's like, yeah, I don't know what. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just trying to hit, hit the head. And, uh, and, then, <laughs> and, and end up with a photo with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> desk. His lawyer looked at him like Mike Myers, like, <laughs> what are you why doing? Why would you say that? Why, why would you say that? <laughs> nah, um, my man did an interview afterwards. He said he left a concorder on Nancy Pelosi's desk and she's not even worth it. And then called her a sexist slur, which I'm wow. assuming is bitch. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Oh, man. It, it said he wasn't part of the protest, to your point, Keith. <laughs> he described himself as more of a hyper. Yeah, wow. bro, you hype some shit that got people killed, man. Like, the fuck out of here. Um, it's sad, man, because a lot of people thought that was the, the, the right thing to do. I mean, just going back to the, the that whole teenage thing that that I brought up, to be that impressionable, all right, you're impressionable. I, so much fault goes on these people who did that, but then also some of these politicians and celebrities who, fight, you know, get, getting them people amped up, knowing that, for the most part, a lot of stuff won't blow back on whoever's hyping you up, like, you know, freedom mm-hmm. of speech and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But those people who trust you enough to say, ah, right, yeah, I'm going to go and and fuck with the federal government. And now they got to pay the cost. And, you know, a lot of those celebrities ain't backing them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a whole industry built around riling those people up. And to your point, yeah. it's very educated people riling up people that aren't as educated as them right. and are probably more likely to be emotionally driven by the the things they get upset about. Right. Um, yeah, whereas these people might not even really give a fuck about these issues they're reporting on. They just know what's profitable and what moves the algorithm. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. yeah, not, um, And also, right, we live in a country where the uh, allure and the, the pedestal that we put politics on in the past was like this un- 
realistic uh, thing that human beings can live up to. They're all fucked up. They're all human beings. They're flawed in some way, shape, or form, but they also, but they had to give out this image of perfection, right? right like, you right. know what I mean? Like, my, my my children are all heterosexual. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my wife has never done anything slutty in her past. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? It's just like, everything about had you had to be perfect, and even, and we know it's not. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's, it's, it's just a nutty situation. But um, we're going to move on, man. My favorite segment, Keith, it's called Have You Heard... Uh-huh. Keep connected. I got a quest. And the question I ask you is how bad you want to know that. Ah, hear headlines and I'll bring them to the table, man. Let's see if my guy Keith has heard. Keith, first up, Stephen A. Smith. He had to smoke for Rihanna. <laughs> you hear about this? He smoked for Rihanna? No, nah, no, nah, he had that smoke for Rihanna. Oh, <laughs> he was on Stephen uh, A. Smith. What did he say? You ain't hear about this? Steve, nah. well, uh, Stephen A. Smith was on the Sherry Shepard show. Do you know why Stephen A. Smith was doing a press tour this week? Nah, right? He has a book. Yeah, okay. So you know about the book. Yep. And so he was on um Sherry Shepard's show to promote the new book, right? And you know when you when you know you're walking in somewhere that like you know the crowd, you like, I think I know the crowd, but I'm gonna let them yeah. know I know them. I'm gonna drop a little gem to let them know I'm I'm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm walking into uh, I think a predominantly black woman room. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna drop some gems. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna throw the rock up. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna represent yeah. for who I think is is in the building. So Sherry asks about you know Rihanna. She's like, I know who will be at the Super Bowl. Rihanna. Stephen A. said, Let me hit him with a good one. <laughs> he gets that. He makes that Stephen A. face. He said, yeah. I like Rihanna, but she ain't no Beyonce. And wow. I think he thought the crowd was going to be like, okay, Beehive in the building. <laughs> you know, he stand up. Yeah. They, was not, they was not with this shit. They was like, where'd that come from? <laughs> where, where did <laughs> it come from? What in the Wasn't world? nobody asking. And then he doubled down on it. <laughs> and he was like, there's levels to this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, I was like, Sher-, and Sherry tried to walk, you know, when somebody tried to help you out of it. Sherry like, yeah. no, nah, we don't need to compare. She's like, you know what I'm saying? We don't need to pit black women against black women. He's like, I just did it because <laughs> Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl before. And he doubled down on it, right? And then yeah. I think he caught the backlash and he had to drop an apology <laughs> straight to I, Rihanna. I mean, I think the sad part, uh, off uh, off mic, we talked a little bit about like that Stephen A. Smith culture of, of sports commentating. I think he's just caught up in the character. It reminds me of... Um, how Stephen Colbert was the character on that Comedy Central show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Stephen A. Smith now is like a, is just this character. And he got on the show and he's like, I'm Stephen A. Smith. Let's start a debate. And nobody was debating with him. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, if you could imagine them copying and pasting that shit on, onto something else and putting a little Chiron on the bottom, who's better, Beyonce or, or Rihanna? <laughs> like one of them shit they do on first take. Like you could imagine that shit. So I think it feels like that's what happened. But I didn't hear about that shit. That's, that shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sh- Sherry tried to give him some pushback. He's like, what you say, Molly? <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> nah, he thought, yeah, to your point, he thought he was about to get, they was about to be going, maybe, yeah. or, or they was going to double down on what he was saying, and they was not with it. And, and it's like corny, bro. Like, that's unnecessary. We don't got to pit black women against black women. You know what I mean? Like, that's that was unnecessary. <laughs> you could have picked any other Super Bowl performance. She ain't Prince. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Exactly. That would have made more sense. Uh, didn't did Michael Jackson do a Super Bowl? I think uh, I was no, about Prince, to ask you. Yeah, I know uh, Prince definitely did. <laughs> it feels like he did, man. But the thing is that Michael Jackson, like his normal performances, just look like Super Bowl shit. So in our head, because I want to say, yeah, Michael Jackson did that shit. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not sure if that was the Super Bowl. It might have yeah. just been some right. 
I don't know why a million people were in the crowd that day, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> and dudes in football uniforms, and it may not have been a football game. <laughs> so that's yo, Michael Jackson. Yo, if you was if you was born after nineteen nineties, like five, go look at the Michael Jackson footage of some of his concerts. That shit look crazy. It don't even look fun. You just you see people getting pulled pulled out of Mike? crowds. Which Mike, <laughs> white Mike, or no, he was white Mike, right? He was still white. he was white Mike, but he was new white Mike. And yeah, so he yeah. was just standing on stage for like 20 minutes and the crowd would just go crazy. And then yeah. you just see people getting passed out. Like, like yo, this motherfucker dying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> crowd surfing the dying dude to the ambulance and shit. Like crazy shit. The, uh, because White Mike was rock star, legendary yeah. shit. But but Black Mike, Black Adult Mike was ta- like talent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The whole package is straight up talent. Like... You could put like there's probably a music video. He's just dancing on a lit background. Like that's it. Like there's no cast or there's no set pieces. Just him with like disco lights all around. He's just <laughs> murdering it with a bow tie on. <laughs> but White Mike is rock star shit. The, the he's set just standing on stage. Was, he like, yo, yeah. is he gonna move? Is he gonna? <laughs> he just do one thing. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Yo, he'll do that shoe thing where he kind of like turns his knee outward, like and just make his heel hit the, the floor a couple times. That's it. Nothing else. That's it. Black, just a black stage with a spotlight, and people will go crazy. Nuts, bro. Mad nah. heart attacks. <laughs> it did not look fun. I was like, yeah. I don't want to go there. That shit, that shit does not look fun. Without white Mike was, yo, people. It's fun. I mean, we were probably too young to go to like a concert like that, but imagine if that was now. He'd be like, damn, I really wish I could go to a White Mike concert. <laughs> Just to see it, right? To say you yeah. there. To say you nah, was there, man. I think Rihanna going to have a good performance, man. I wish her the best. You know what I'm saying? Um, Keith, I, have you... Oh, my fault. One last thing on Rihanna. I, I trust that her show is going to be bananas. It's going to be dope because she hasn't been out in so long. It's the comeback. Yeah, the, the comeback... I, Super Bowl comeback? Oh, man. She's she, <laughs> she going to come correct. Me, she gonna, yeah, she's going to come correct. Uh, Keith, have you heard? The story is kind of slightly related. So if it involves our girl Beyonce. Beyonce got paid, I believe, $24 million to perform at Dubai. Wow. I didn't yeah. hear about that shit. <laughs> you didn't hear about but... it? it was, she, $24 million. She performed for like an hour, dog. <laughs> it was the opening of uh, Dubai's latest luxury hotel, Atlantis the Royal. Uh. uh I'll be honest, I have not heard that, but I'm not that surprised, man. It's like you telling me, oh, well, you know, I heard the, the homie, uh, I don't know, fucking Wiz Khalifa got five 500000 to perform for 30 minutes or something. Like, Dubai plus Beyonce, man, you know it's going to be big numbers. Digits. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. Well, when you get a chance, check out some of the footage. I heard there's like some crazy shit. Like, they, the set was ridiculous. They had her like hundreds of feet in the air. Singing wow. like going hard, like you know, I and mean, she don't lip sync. She really up there singing, like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. yeah nah, it was, that's because they got the money, like you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yo, Dubai is different, man. They built like it's the desert out there, and they built shit that's like not the like they built shit that's not the desert. They built an entire uh, ecosystem, like literally. Mm-hmm. They just say, yeah, Yo, you know what? It's the <laughs> desert. Fuck it. Boom, snow. Y'all niggas can go skiing <laughs> in the middle of fucking the United Arab Emirates. Yo, it's crazy. Harry Potter man. shit. Nah, nah, but that wasn't the story. I like I like how you like to shit on my story for a second. He's like, yeah, I'm not surprised. 24 million. <laughs> like Wiz Khalifa making 500. <laughs> like, that's not the story, dog. <laughs> Keith, have you heard that she's actually coming under fire from the LGBTQ community? Because they like Dubai. 
consensual same sex male sex is punishable up to 10 years in prison b <laughs> can i go off can i go off on them? can i represent the beehive for a second can I represent? Really? I'm gonna talk to the straight to the. Is it this camera right here? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how y'all gonna come at? Didn't they just have the fucking World Cup in Qatar? Like, how y'all gonna get mad at Beyonce for going to get the bag? And you because of what the country like? That is nuts. <laughs> y'all just got nothing to be mad about. What do y'all? T- what do you? I, what? <laughs> and I don't. I know this ain't the whole LGBTQ community. Obviously, it's yeah. a you know what I mean. Some people are upset by it. Yo, every my man, Yo, everybody is guilty of something. You complained on an iPhone. <laughs> that was you wearing Nikes. Doing do your research on how them the shits is made. Like everybody's guilty of something. Every you know what I mean? Like they they come from countries that ain't doing great shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to them workers. Yeah. So it's just like we can't sit here and point the finger at dude. Yo, I got I got uh, um a gay business partner. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? The music I played in 2000, <laughs> 2002 was not LGBTQ friendly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's just slap. I still log on. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got to do it in the privacy of my crib. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't Listen do it. to Jay Z shit pre 2010. That that shit was definitely not LGBT friendly. Yo, I'm gonna throw Keith under the bus. Keith Keith was around this same business partner, and one day just I had this like profound love for this DMX lyric that he wanted to tell us about, and it was the most LGBTQ unfriendly. <laughs> slash <But my> boy- <laughs> homoerotic <laughs> DMX lyrics I, I ever heard well, I was making life. a point of how uh, this is probably like five years ago three years I can't yeah, remember five, the number five years ago five years ago I'm making a point of just reflecting on that lyric I'm like yo this dude DMX is bugged man like I'm like it was normal going. at the time Hard, but you're right to your point we can't judge him you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I tell my girl all the time, if I notice something you're doing wrong, it's because my eyes point out. I'm not looking at me. Guess what? I got my own flaws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I <laughs> tell me what was wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? So I say that. How you pointing the finger at me? What? Because of what? Because <laughs> the yeah. country she went to to get the bag? That's crazy. Like, we all guilty. Like, y'all got to chill. <laughs> That's nutty, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't mad. Like... I, you just finding something to be mad at Beyonce about. Like, leave Rihanna alone. <laughs> leave Beyonce alone. Leave our black queens alone. Because y'all, come, y'all, y'all coming for the crowns for no reason. Yeah, man. I, I, I didn't see that one coming. It wasn't like a government-funded thing. It was like the, the casino a, or whatever. Hotel, yeah. The hotel, I mean. hotel, yeah. Wow. <laughs> nah, man. Somebody who I've seen a comment, uh, sorry, Bay, love you and all, but Dubai ain't it. It's not like you need the money. You just made a pretty... Effing gay album, and you replay, you repay your LGBT fans by performing in a city that outlaws our existence. Not cute at Beyonce. Uh, another one said, "Playing for Dubai, criminalize who criminalizes being gay. You are a bad person for that. You take money from people who hate gay people." Are y'all tweet? Excuse me. My- that's like somebody pe- performing like that's like somebody performing in Tennessee or, or one of them states that ain't into the like you know. Um, Abortion, abortion, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hate women now. Like, what yeah, are you exactly. talking about? That's <laughs> come on, man. But shout out, uh, the, the, you know, what I mean, the, the the part of the story, like, yo, she got the bag, like I said, for an hour. <laughs> shout out to B for getting that, man. She going hard in the paint. Keith, have you heard? Donald Trump got his Facebook back, though. I did hear that. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> you thought that was gonna happen? <laughs> I I I didn't. But his, uh, from what I understand, his campaign like people in his campaign was like um campaigning to 
to get him back on social media, on mainstream social media, because it's tough to fundraise and to reach out to new people if you're not on Twitter, Facebook, like the mainstream shit. A, a Donald Trump tweet has to be like Super Bowl levels of reach. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah, you know what I mean? But at his prime, I can't imagine like, you know what I'm saying? So that's like free Super Bowl commercials. Ex- but I'm like, so that, that yeah, ex- the value of that is huge. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, they... Donald Trump, like, Donald Trump was probably like, yeah, fuck them, man. Let's, you know, do our own thing. But they're like, yo, man, you making my job impossible. Like, I can't promote your shit <laughs> if you're not, you know, I can't do that shit on Truth Social or have you putting out these these statements on in Times New Roman font to the media. Like, you need to <laughs> tweet shit and put shit on Facebook. We're also, on Truth Social, you already got their vote. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, we got, we got them already, dog. Exactly. We we you gotta, need voters. Get- you need numbers. Uh, but yeah, nah, uh, he has 34 million followers on Facebook, 23 on Instagram, and uh, Meta runs both platforms. Um, in November, his Twitter account was restored. So it looks like they said that this is going to help him, you know, get that boost that he might need to be a contender in that upcoming 2024 election. Uh, Keith, have you heard Alec Baldwin, criminal charges for the uh, shooting of, uh, what's her name again? Halima Hutchins. Helena Hutchins, excuse me, um, on the New Mexico side of the movie Rust. Um, did you think that Alec Baldwin was going to catch criminal charges? I honestly didn't think he, he would. That's that's interesting, man. I don't, I don't think I understand enough about the law. Maybe I don't understand <laughs> enough about the situation to understand <laughs> how, how that happened. I mean, he... I was hoping you could break it down because I was like... I know he's a producer, right, right, on the movie as well. So I think they're trying to find him with negligence. Um... And he's trying to like say that was the armorer, right? That right. shouldn't have been a gun there, shouldn't have been a loaded gun. But I guess because he not only hired that person as you know, producer in name, but you know what I mean, as a producer on the film, and then also was the person that pulled the trigger, I guess they figured they can't charge without having him involved. Uh, I don't think he'll do prison time, yeah, nah. Um, but I think, yeah, that that. Yeah, I think it'll help them at least set up a civil case for the family to probably get some type of lawsuit out of it. Um, yeah, for their damages. And uh, uh, yeah, a lot of that matters. I think that if this wasn't so high profile, they might not have charged or maybe, yeah. maybe started started off with a misdemeanor. I think somebody already pleaded down to a misdemeanor. So yeah, yeah, I think there was three people involved, and the, these are the other two: the armorer and, and um, Alec. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, to your point, yeah, he probably would have even settled it, but because from the jump it seemed like there might be criminal implications. I think that's why he did that little crazy interview where he's like, "I didn't pull the trigger." I was yeah. like, "What's going? What? <laughs> like, hold on, hold on dog. His his lawyer, his lawyer is probably. I'm, I would imagine that he has like a lawyer who is on retainers. Maybe not a criminal lawyer, but says, "Yeah, this doesn't. You know, this doesn't. Some something right. You might want to get your criminal lawyer." So he probably. Mm. I can't imagine like, that a lawyer. Advising. You can't admit to that in a in an ABC interview. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and say my bad. You know what I mean? Even as silly as it sounds. Uh, Keith, before we get up out of here, because I know we tight on time, man. Drake, uh, have you heard? Drake performed at uh, the uh, star-studded event at the iconic New York venue, the Apollo. Nah, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah, you hear? And he brought out Dipset. Word. No, oh, you got to yeah. do that, man. That's a good move right there, man. <laughs> That's hey, the royalty out there. Yeah, I heard it was a really cool concert because you know the Apollo's a smaller venue. Yeah, yeah. Than the what Drake would normally perform. That's dope. Um, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I did see a viral video of some dude falling from the balcony. 
<laughs> that was just getting a little too lit. But uh, I mean, beyond that, I heard there were a ton of celebrities in the house. Like Justin Bieber was there. Like you know, what I mean, his, his Canada homie. Um, wow. Little Uzi Vert came out on stage, performed. Um, like I said, he brought out Dipset. Um, he wore uh, Cameron's mink. Yeah. Um, when he when he brought him out. Um, yeah, yeah, yo, you know it's crazy. Like, I, I, I Dipset, even though they didn't, I think reach their potential, they still one of the most successful groups in hip hop history. Easily. <laughs> Easily, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, and just the effect on culture, like mm-hmm. you having random dudes in in fucking Lu- Louisiana <laughs> wearing mink, it's fucking ninety degrees outside. <laughs> like, yeah, look at this mink dog. <laughs> uh, Drake bought out Twenty One Savage. They, you know, what I mean, they did they wow. came, went crazy when they heard when they heard that Rich Flex that yeah. Twenty One <laughs> started <laughs> twerking know? and shit. At <laughs> <laughs> thugs twerking Twenty One. do something <laughs> that's just a banger though when you hear that in the right place you, yo, you know the words already son that shit is on my workout playlist man I be going hard I be like yo 21 <laughs> do your thing buddy. do your thing <laughs> but them them cartoons that people been making man that shit is that shit is hilarious and, nah what cartoon you seen put me on no nah, like the memes and shit where they like when they play the song and like Drake is, they have like a you never seen them shits like a me, nah, the memes nah. so, so the memes is basically like like you see them rapping and shit, but then Drake start twerking and shit. Like the whole joke is that Drake is 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 like moist and Twenty One's like the thug. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, how the song go? It has that singing part Twenty One. When then you see him twerking one, and then bro, and then Twenty One would be like ad libbing and be like Twenty One, and like looking at him like strange, like yo, what's this cat? Twenty One. Oh come on, man! Like, but the, yo, you gotta send me that, bro. I, gotta, I wish I could I'm find one. I see multiple yeah. ones. Like, it's like basic, like it looks like um, uh, like a cartoon somebody were making, like an app or something where you get to yeah. yeah. So it's like super basic, but you just see Drake, the Drake face, and you just see his ass shaking up and down while he's saying twenty one. <laughs> what you do something for me? And when you look at it, you can't you can't unsee it, and the way Drake is singing. But if you haven't seen it, you know, the song is the song. But when you see it, it's like, 21, would you do so? The song slow. <laughs> Mentally, the song, the song slows down. It's crazy. Yeah, every time you hear the song, you think about it now? Yeah, like, 21, would you do something for me? <laughs> Yo, if I find it, I'm going to insert it in the video uh, right here on the YouTube. Make sure y'all check out the YouTube. Hit that subscribe and that like button, man. Oh. Keith, man, we almost out of here, bro. I just want to show you one last thing. It's a segment I call Things I've Seen on the Internet, man. Yeah. You got to tell me what's going on here, bro. What's going on in this picture, bro? <laughs> what's going on here? Yo, son, somebody about to stick up a candy factory. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> For the audio fans out there, your man Kyle Kuzma rocking the green cardigan with a green cardigan. Fishnet. No, my excuse me, my fault. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> a multicolored fishnet cardigan. <laughs> he got the green corduroys on <laughs> with that. You know what I mean? Look like some high tops with a ski mask, a multicolored ski mask. <laughs> Yo, shout out Rick, man. Shout out bookstore Rick. He said, yo, if he would have wore a white tee with it, I was show. about to say his that outfit. The outfit ain't tough, but the the pieces of the outfit are extra tough. And I went on a on a ski trip and I had that mask he had on, like, but with normal shit on it, it'll be tough. Word, word. If I had that cardigan, if I wore that to a work trip with just normal ass pants and a button shirt, that shit would be tough. 
The pants. But, if I was going to, to fix somebody's heating and ventilation system, the <laughs> pants would be tough. But it's just like everything all there at the same time. It ain't right. Shirtless. The shirtless part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just trying. But nah, I shout out to Cools. I mean, he pulled it off confidently. Yeah, had a good game too. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. To your point though, yeah, yeah. Do you think this uh, card again or the one that Shannon Sharp almost got in the fight in when he uh, stepped up to Dylan Brooks and them? Nah, this one for sure. But that the, the Shannon Sharp <laughs> shit, it, the Shannon Sharp shit was fun. That cardigan, I'm gonna tell you why, man? Because the cardigan would suggest to you you could fuck with this dude. But every, <laughs> everything else about Shannon Sharp would suggest, no, you cannot actually. If you look at the picture, son, my man, Pex is on some next level shit. If you look at Shannon Sharp, he's holding his iPhone, made that shit look like a goddamn toy. Like, hands are still, you know, the lineman gloves, the thick ones, the thick shits. The, it looks like he has those on, but nah, that's really his hands, yo. Everybody was like, yo, he wanted to smoke with everybody except Steven Adams. <laughs> Steven Adams came off, he said, no. <laughs> so, exactly. Would you say Timo Red? What, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that, that, that's a very executive decision, man. That's business thinking. You'd be like, I can fuck him up. I can fuck him up. I can f- nope, not the dude from fuck New Zealand. <laughs> not the dude who looked like he start for a rugby team of the New Zealand shit that be doing that pregame celebration. <laughs> Not him. Not Jason Momo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Not him. Yo, Keith, that's another episode in the books, my brother, man. Where can my people find you at on social media? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Oh, uh, man. You can find, you can tell your people, find me on social media, on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Right there on Instagram, baby. Also, uh, check us out on Twitter. We got a new account called uh, at Perfect Talkers. So check that out. Check out the website, perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift. Money Talks Radio, new episode dropping. So check out for that. Dropping this week. Check, 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 check that out. Shout out to my guy, DJ Show. Uh, And uh, you can also find every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, more places to come. So just keep your eyes open and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please leave that review. Check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe. Hit that like button. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. Keith, I've been watching, uh, I've been in the gym, right? And the crazy thing I tweeted the other day, like they be showing FX in there, you know, the channel FX. Yeah. I see a lot of good movies. But I see him just in the middle while I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm going to come back and watch this shit. I seen this shit the other day with uh, John Cho uh, of Harold and Kumar fame. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got like this this, this like like uh, modern day thriller where he's using social media to find his daughter who's uh, who's missing. I think that's actually the name of the movie. I was like, I got to come back and watch this shit. This shit tough. <laughs> I'm like not trying to look at FX to see the ending. Well, you remember them. That's kind of like... Cool ass days or that 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 movie watching experience where you see a whole movie but not in order. I never yeah. I never seen Howard the Duck in order, man. I always seen like the end. I saw the middle. I see clips of the the beginning of how it comes to Earth and shit. I've never seen that shit in order, but uh, I heard about that's that. Me, shit. That's me. That's me in uh, Short Circuit. I never seen that that Short Circuit. Scene. Anything that came out between Johnny Five. Never seen Tango and Cash in order. <laughs> Anything that used to be on Channel Eleven, man, that, that, that. or Channel Five. I was about to say Fox Five, Fox or Channel 5, Eleven, yeah. New York Fox Five, man. Never seen that shit in order. Never seen Predator Two <laughs> in order. <laughs> that's the one with Danny Glover. Yeah, that's the that's the one to go to L.A. Honestly, even now, man, I, I wouldn't. Even, if it was on streaming, I'd tell anybody to watch that shit out of out of order, man. <laughs> Predator One, you got to see that shit in order. Predator Two.
Predator, Predator One, I never seen it in order, probably until like two thousand, like in the two thousand tens or some shit like that. I'm like, yo, this yeah, shit yeah. is tough. <laughs> you watched the new shit? You seen the new shit on Prime? Oh, uh, the one with the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, that shit yeah. is tough. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that shit was gangster. They real Native Americans and shit like that. Like they went and got the real real. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, because we're in this watching section, Native Americans on TV right now. They having a, a good moment. I hope it lasts, man. This shit is Reservoir Dogs, right? Or reservation no, no, Dogs. Reservation, reservation dogs. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Reservation. There's dogs. some other joint. I can't remember the name of it, but it's um basically they on a reservation. It's about um like a, a murder detectives and they investigating a murder. Um, mm. I saw some other joint the other day. Uh, man, I can't remember, but it, it, a lot of a lot of good Native American content on TV. Yeah, that's and that's and how you discovered that that predator shit. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. think it's on Hulu. It was on Hulu. or Prime, wasn't it Prime? I could no, they might be right. You might be right. So it might be Hulu. And you say yeah, Hulu. So yeah, man, that shit is, that shit is dope, man. It's far- what, but what are you watching nowadays, my brother? By what I'm listening to, man, it's it's old. And the the Dipset shit made you made me think of it. Max, there's a a, a podcast on Max B, mm. uh, just kind of talking about his conviction. I liked it because okay. it's super simple. Because there's not a lot to it. <laughs> there's not mm. a lot to it. Max B, he was he came out of jail. Found out he could, while he's in jail, he found out he liked rap. Came out mm-hmm. was trying to do his thing. Uh, somehow connected with Dipset. Wasn't making much money because he probably you know, don't know nothing about contracts and shit. Mm-hmm. His girl <laughs> was flirting with some next dude and instead of spazzing, he said, you said the next dude had money? And so, <laughs> his girl. That's a, that's a true Harlem nigga right Yeah, there. his girl was flirting with the next dude. She's like, yeah, I was flirting with the next dude, man. We, we was hanging out and da-da-da-da and he was splurging on me. He splurged some more. He came, I checked him the next week. He was splurging some more. And <laughs> me, I'd have been like, what? Oh, man, what are we going to do? He had a crisis point right now. Max B said, I'm going to rob that nigga. <laughs> Tell me where he at. <laughs> got his brother-in-law to rob. Yo, you got to listen to it, man. I think, I don't remember the name of the podcast, but it's hosted by this new dude named Jinx Jenkins. Jinx Jenkins. Uh-oh. Okay, I got to check that out, man. Um, Yeah, who, who's it made by the perspective of, like, his family? Like, people that's cool with Max B? Like, uh, it's from the perspective of... Like, French Montana on there at all or not? He is on there. He, French okay. Montana is on there. I think it's just, like, an investigative journalism. Like, they don't... It ain't oh, too lean to a side, huh? It ain't like it ain't, they don't lean to a side. Not seemingly. I mean, they could have been harsh on him, but they weren't. They, mm-hmm. But they didn't give him a pass. They're like, yeah, he did that shit, but like, did he gotcha. really deserve like the effectively the life sentence or kind of asking that question? So it was a little gentle on him because I think it's like a at least Jinx Jenkins. I've heard him before on other podcasts. And he's like a hip hop fan, so I could see a case where he's like, he probably depends on hip hop dudes to. Help create his content because I think he content, does interviews. Yeah, yeah. He needs relationships and stuff like that. However, that however, they give him the pass. Like, yeah, you know, he was actually justified to rob this dude because the dude he robbed and killed, uh, he was actually doing some kind of trafficking ring. Uh, they didn't do nothing. That. I was just like, yo, he... <laughs> <laughs> they turned him into Robin Hood. <laughs> he turned him into Robin Hood. Well, actually, this dude was running a multi-million dollar scheme where he was doing crypto. Nah, it was nothing like that. It's like, yeah, the dude came in, he, he got killed. Max B was behind the whole plot, and that's it. Mm, Talk about the is. appeal and all that shit. I, I found it really fascinating. Like, it would be a terrible movie because the shit would be like a twenty minute movie, 
but mm. it'll be like a short film because yeah. <laughs> made a plan. The plan did it was a botch robbery, convicted, appealed, the appeal was successful. Well, sort of successful, and, and that's it. Mm. Well, we see. I mean, the story ain't over either, right? It ain't over. I mean, it's just to be released this year. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what he'll bounce back and do? You know, what he, I mean, uh, shout out to Max B. He's only had three free years as an adult. That's crazy. That's a that's a crazy stat. You that, said that to me uh, in, the, in the chat. That's a, crazy. As an adult, three years on in fresh air and in, in, in freedom, came out of jail, went right back. Was going to go back for the rest of his life, but a lawyer said, well, you know, they they did some shit and you know they shortened that sentence. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes for him, man. That, to your point, yo, I I don't take that like being able to breathe. Fresh air and get sunlight when I want to. Like I don't take that for granted, bro. Like I'm appreciative every day. I'm free to as much as life could suck in your world. You out there with the freedom to do what you want to do, and a lot of dudes ain't. You know, what I'm saying? So I try to appreciate that. It's a crazy thought. We about to be, we're right at about the age that MLK was when he died. You know, what I'm saying, just thinking about, you know. And my accolades ain't no damn MLK accolades, and I, I really? doubt I, <laughs> we, slack, we slacking. <laughs> I doubt I'll reach it, God willing, that I'll make it to old age. So, nah, yeah, nah, just man, we got 177 episodes, dog. What you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we doing numbers, dog. Come on, but we, we did surpass MLK as far as podcast episodes. So, <laughs> we, we got that. <laughs> Salute MLK, man. Salute the Go Keith. We up out of here, man. Uh, say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace, peace.